Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hi folks, Gordon Brewer here, and if you don't know me, I'm the person behind the Kindness and Compassion podcast, which is part of the Psychcraft Network of Podcasts, and I'm so proud to be part of this network along with Nathan and Aaron and the great work they are doing to help people in their lives and in their journeys. And if you haven't discovered the Kindness and Compassion podcast, you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd love for you to join me as I explore both the psychological and spiritual and emotional sides of how we can live into more kindness and compassion in our lives. It's a podcast devoted to helping people find peace and contentment in their lives through the practices of kindness and compassion. You can also check us out at kindnessandcompassion.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. In our last episode, we talked about accepting yourself, accepting the reality of the situation, and like tolerating the distress of that. And there's a little bit of grief work that goes into that. And today it's going to be kind of similar, but it's more on a personal level. It's similar in the sense that it's like accepting reality, accepting what's really true, but it's really all about you because as we like to say here on the shrink think podcast you are your biggest problem that's true <laughs> i know you don't like hearing that and you're probably like kicking something or like cursing in your car if you're listening like stop reminding me but it's true you are the biggest problem in your own life you get in your own way and i am my biggest problem right we are our own worst problem in our own life that we have to face and deal with every single day And one of the problems that we struggle with that a lot of us have difficulty with on some level or another is being honest with ourselves. And we see this all the time as therapists. People will come in and they'll say, you know, uh, this is happening and I'm thinking this, I'm feeling that. And it doesn't seem right to me. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty good intuitor and I'm picking up like, no, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, well, why do you feel that way? Where is that coming from? Is there anything else that you're feeling or whatever? And some some of that might just be like, you know, repressed or subconscious sort of thoughts and feelings about something. And in some ways, that's not really what I mean, like because we can have like this self-exploration and realize, oh, I didn't realize it was connected to this and I feel this way about it, whatever. Okay, what we're getting at is not that it's more like I don't want to admit that I'm feeling this way or that I think this way or that I even have these kinds of thoughts and ideas so it's really more about me. And if I were to paint this picture of myself, this is not painting. This is drawing, actually. <laughs> if you're watching say, us on YouTube, be more like yeah, this. it's like the painting of the picture <laughs> um, as a French accent. <laughs> it's an impressionist photo. Um, the picture that I'm painting <laughs> of myself is not a pretty one. I think a lot of us want to paint a better picture of ourselves or we don't want other people to see 
the ugly picture of ourselves that really is there. But the reality is we all are ugly. We all, you know, have beautiful sides of us. And we really all have kind of ugly sides of us where we're like, oh, man, I can't believe I thought that. Can't believe I said that. Can't believe I did that. But that's the reality. So we're going to be talking about how can I be honest with myself? And what are some of the like consequences, the problems that develop if I'm not honest with myself? Yes, if I'm understanding this correctly, and I think I am. You are ugly and my problem. <laughs> He's looking in the mirror. He doesn't realize. If I'm, you're on YouTube, you see I'm not looking in the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah, mirror, buddy. Camera's not on you right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So buckle up, little campers. I know you're sitting there beside the fire in your little podcast follower shirt that you got from Swagalicious. No, just kidding. Anyway, enjoy that. By the way. We just thank you for listening all the time to all this, to the show and that kind of thing. It's really kind of fun to be able to do this. And I mean, I feel really honored for being able to, I don't know, sit behind this and people are actually listening and that's weird, but yeah, they're not watching. They're actually listening. <laughs> and also they could be watching. Oh, they, now they can be. We have a YouTube channel <laughs> yes. before it was just a podcast and, and you were always encouraging people to watch our podcast. <laughs> now they can. <laughs> that was future Nathan. <laughs> Going back in time, telling present people, hey, watch her. Oh, it hasn't happened yet. Yep. See, now you know I was always being honest with myself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, Eventually, you can watch this podcast. Yeah. So um, being honest with yourself, usually, like when you were mentioning in the open there, I was thinking, you know, when I do this to myself, I kind of have this weird wall in my mind that's like, nope. Yep. Not gonna. No. How about no? And I know, I kind of know I'm doing it. And it, it like, <laughs> like wow, as you say that, I get like the heebie-jeebies, <laughs> I like this chill across my body. It's like, oh, I hate that feeling. You, it's like you instantly know what you're saying or thinking. You're like, whoa, no, don't want that. No, 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 no. myself by the fire. Yeah. Back that thing up. <laughs> it is hard because it's like, man, I don't want to scratch the wall. Like, I just don't want to scratch it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how thick it is. We'll talk about this later. Let's move on. And that'll happen sometimes for me in a session with somebody and they'll come to a conclusion and I'll be like, ah, oh, crap. Like this same thing is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, that is half the reason why, why probably I grow is because of therapy going the other way where I start realizing how much crap applies to me like as a therapist yeah, yeah. like we're sitting in session and <laughs> we're definitely making space for the other person right. and then it's like oh i see myself there note to self for later <laughs> like yeah. that's me oh that's what i look like oh, okay great. that's why my wall is so good right because right, i'm exactly. so good at going like oh i build a wall there let's just stay with this person mm-hmm. i walk out of the session you know like going in, be- in the in-betweens out of the next one the wall goes hello and then i say Goodbye. (laughs) Close that door. Let's talk later. I don't have time to talk with you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I trying to describe it. It's like people will usually give you feedback on some of this stuff. They'll say something that you won't hear it because they'll be like, you always or you never. And you'll be like, nope, I do not always or never anything. And you're right. You don't. But they are probably noticing something and trying to like hold that truth and look at it is very difficult to do because ultimately it's like you're agreeing that you're somebody you're not. It's kind of what it feels like, like, well, that can't be true because that's not me. 
And that's ultimately, I think, a great description of that like painting thing that I was saying when you're painting a false picture of yourself. It's because you don't necessarily want that version of you to be true. Yeah. And I and, yeah, you don't know what's on the other side of the wall. I mean, really, I, I think there's a there's an aspect of this, I think, too, that when we're doing that, when we're saying, um, you know, this is the reality of what I think, feel, believe, whatever what I'm doing when that's happening. I think oftentimes we're attaching a meaning or assigning a meaning to that thing. And we're saying, oh, I think that like if you slow it down, you know, rewind the tape and you slow it down in slow mo frame by frame. What you would see is it and this happens like very quickly, which is why you got to slow it way down, which is what we do in therapy. Right. Try to break things down into smaller pieces Mm -hmm. is that, okay, I had this thought and I said to myself, oh, no. <laughs> OK, sorry, I won't. <laughs> For those of you who are listening at like 2x speed, you're like, oh, that's more comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. If I think this thought or if I if I admit that I did this for this reason, that means blank about me. And that thing is terrible, awful. It's shameful. It's whatever. It's something we don't like and we don't want to believe about ourselves. And maybe it does mean that thing, but it also doesn't have to mean it. The point is, we're we will stop being honest with ourselves and admitting what really happened or what we're really thinking and feeling. We'll stop seeing ourselves as we really, truly are in that moment because we don't want to face that reality about ourselves and feel the discomfort of it. And a lot of these things have major consequence, you know, like uh, work with uh, with people who are living in a relationship. One of the things that happens, by the way, now I'm just realizing there's some stuff that correlates big picture. It's with divorce these days, people are more likely to, to basically stay together if they don't, from a financial standpoint, it's like, well, they can't afford this. I don't want to have to start over at 55 or something. Right. And so it's like, but getting there, there's an element of not being honest with where the relationship is at. Right. So so one person doesn't want to admit what's actually happening and like and they can hold on to that in a delusional way for I mean indefinitely, I guess. And because then, well, if you go there and if you uh, admit it to yourself, yes, it's probably true. That means all these things. That means you'll lose your house. That means you'll lose your blah, 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 or whatever is going on. And and um, well, I don't know if that's true. I mean, you're already in this weird relationship, you know, if, if that's if that's you in my weird example. It's like you kind of already have uh, there. There's an if, when there's another relationship involved, they don't even have the same perspective as you. Like so, whatever your wall is is not their wall. So being honest with yourself and looking over the wall, and you're like, "Is this happening over here?" And they'll be like, "What are you talking about? I don't. I'm already done. I've already whatever. I'm. I'm not. I'm not doing that." And and it kind of can give you like permission to kind of go all the way over on the other side. So it's like wait a minute, it kind of, in the last episode, we talked about, I mentioned this kind of anticlimactic thing, like where you kind of like run into this toleration of what's going on. And then you're like, oh, I had all these fears. I guess those aren't all true. Now, don't get me wrong, but you have a reason for why it is that you don't want to look, as I'm calling it on the other side of the wall. But dollars to donuts, it's not going to be as, as, nasty as you think it will be a different kind of nasty likely because you don't know part of what you're worried about when you're not being honest with yourself is what you don't know 
It's the unknown. It's, it's, oh no, I don't know what that means. I think it means this. What if I find that out? Well, okay, what if you do find that out? So ultimately, when you are looking at yourself and you're saying, okay, I need to admit to myself, this is what I really think about this thing, this situation, my life, myself, my relationship, whatever. This is what I really think. This is how I honestly, how I feel. Um, This is what I really did or my real motivations behind it, whatever I was doing or whatever. When you're doing those things, you're actually seeing the real you, which again, it can be really difficult to see. And it can initially be really uncomfortable because you're like, oh, I don't like that. But again, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It might mean that you got some of your values out of alignment, right? Like you're doing something maybe that your parent did to you or that somebody did in your life that you vowed you never would do to anybody else. And now you're realizing, oh, man, I'm doing this to the people in my life. And that's not a fun reality to see about yourself. At first, right? But awareness is curative. Like when we interviewed Les Parrott, he, that's where I learned that back in my undergrad. Uh, Dr. Parrott said, awareness is curative in the sense that once you see it and you're admitting what really is, now you can do something about it. Now you can face yourself and say, I don't like this. I can change this. And that's different from uh, if you are not being honest with yourself about what you really feel, you're just pretending. And the problems that I see people go through is like they are uh, doing these actions or behaviors in situations or in relationships that I'm like, why would you do that? And they'll explain, well, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, it's because you actually felt this way and you didn't want to feel that way. And so you did this thing and they're like, oh, I guess. And it's like, well, why don't you just be honest about how you feel? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, because that could cause conflict or People wouldn't like that or I don't like feeling that way or whatever. It's like so you'd rather distort or twist yourself into a pretzel and make the situation worse than just let yourself feel that way and be like, OK, this is the reality of the of what I'm feeling. Yes, I would. I love pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, does it come with salt and mustard? OK, yes, <laughs> let's do that. Here's the thing, like to, to take this one layer deeper, the reason why all that perpetuates is because when you're not. Until you get that awareness and that acceptance of that, you aren't going to be fixing the right problem. What you're going to be doing is you're essentially, as we used to say, like the old phrase, white knuckling it. You're just trying to behave differently. Actually, as a side note, that's why sometimes CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, bugs the crap out of me. Because a lot of times, superficial therapy is, well, just do this different. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, you can and you could be a different you can look like a different person for a period of time. And uh-huh. yeah. And at some point though, if you're not being honest with yourself, you're going to snap back like a rubber band yeah. that's been stretched out. The makeup wears off because you might know that you've done something wrong. You might accept that you need to change that and you need to not be like that. But, but there is a substantial piece of this. That's why did you do that? Because like, I like in working with this, it's going to sound I like working when in the realm of sex therapy, like people that have porn addiction and that kind of thing. The reality is, is where they're coming from in the beginning is a very natural and good place. Their their body or whatever wants love. That is not wrong. Connection. Exactly. And it's the connection you're kind of you are literally built for. And so getting into that is where you're going to discover kind of you get to be able to be compassionate to yourself. And know like, yeah, these behaviors that I'm doing 
are not remotely for the right reason are 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 not going to fix it. They're not going to get what I need. But until you get the awareness and then walk into it and are honest with yourself, you'll never get to the way, way everything started and the compassion that you can have. Because here's the reality. If you are perpetuating this dishonesty, then you are sure like putting on some sort of a facade or a version of yourself. But you're also like living in this hamster wheel of I have to maintain that in order to be this person that I think I am or I I want other people to see. And that's exhausting. And when you can actually finally be honest with yourself, it can be, of course, you know, like we've said, very difficult, sobering in some ways to admit this to a therapist, admit this to yourself or a friend or family member, whatever it is. But what I've seen is when people do that, there is a little bit of like it hits you emotionally. It's painful. It's difficult. But then there's a ton of freedom. And it's like all the stuff that was previously off limits, we can now talk about it and we can explore because that's the reality of you. Right. I mean, so you encounter the wall. Part of that, again, as I was saying, is the unknown that you're afraid of. When you get into that and have the awareness the thing that you learn that you're going to know is all kinds of things. It's it's where this stuff started. It's it's why you did it. And then also to, you can get a real exact picture of like, oh, that's why I would make that decision. That's totally makes sense. See, we are a constellation of people. We are so complicated with hormones and different things that move around our body. And, you know, Daniel Siegel's been able to frame that through attachment and co-regulation and regulation and all these things that are going on. Our body is constantly demanding connection. We need it. We need all that. So you, in order to get into your body and be able to change it, you have to be honest with where you're at. Because if not, you can't, you don't have access to the very part of your body that's making the demand. And, and ultimately, you might be harming yourself, right? In the sense that if you're betraying yourself, betraying your body or abandoning yourself in some way, um, abandoning your beliefs, abandoning your values, abandoning what you actually need. If you're not taking care of yourself, then you actually might be doing harm to yourself and perpetuating like these harmful dynamics with within yourself. And that's nobody's fault except your own. And I don't say that to be you know, harsh or critical, but I say that as like, let me empower you, right? Because if, if you're feeling a certain way, you can blame other people, you can blame the world. And sure, life has its own sources of pain. But if you're causing that, and if you're making it worse, and you could stop it and make it better, but you're not, that's on you, bro. You know, that's like that. That's why we say you are your own worst problem, because you have the ability to make things better. If you just took up this very difficult task, but simple task of being honest with yourself. I think of uh, there's there's several different shows where this kind of happens, but where somebody's standing there talking to another person and they 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 say something like rude about someone, whatever that is. Like I can't believe you know Johnny always does that, and the person they're talking to looks at them like, "Do not say that right now." And the other person goes, "He's right behind me, isn't he?" You know, like yes, he. You know, so thinking back about the body, it's like you get a thorn in your arm. You're able to tolerate that. You can just pretend it's not there. You don't know how it got there. You don't care. Like, well, just move on, you know, that type of thing. But if you pretend it's not there, like 
it slowly gets infected. Now it's infecting your arm. It's not just in where it is. Now it's infecting somewhere else. And that wall thing that I'm talking about is like you're looking straight ahead, but out the peripheral part of your vision, you can see you have a black arm of death. <laughs> right. And then your therapist keeps looking at it and you're like, it's black, isn't it? Like, you know, it's fine. Yep. It'll be fine. Everything's <laughs> right. fine. The house yep. is burning down, but it's fine. Your arm is dying. Like <laughs> the entire thing because of one thorn that needs to be taken out. That's kind of what therapy is, actually. And once you actually address it, like you go to the doctor and the doctor gives you and you know, whatever you need for that. And it's like that can start the treatment and healing process for that arm. Right. But you can't do anything about it if you're not even willing to admit that it's black in the first place and you've been doing stuff to avoid taking care of it, protecting it, removing that thorn or whatever, or you just keep going back to the rose bush and like keep like stabbing <laughs> yourself with thorns. Like it's fine. Nothing really happens. This rose bush has been fine the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My arm is just falling off in black. Everybody walks within one inch of a rose bush. <laughs> right. At any rate, that kind of meandered into a pretty cool uh, metaphor about that. But we definitely hope that this has been helpful and hope that you can start to look at those thorns and realize that it's just a thorn. Like, it, it's just one thing. And the thing is, you know, about you, like I joked at the beginning, like you are the worst problem in your life. Well, so am I. Right. So it's like when you admit that about yourself, I'm also admitting it about myself and we can like stop the charades and we can be honest and have a more genuine, authentic connection together mm -hmm. and be a more authentic person in this world. And that's all we got. I mean, you are yourself. You get to be yourself. No one else gets to be you. I mean, you found that out in the mirror every day. Although if you want to try to be me and send me your paycheck, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening. 